Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. We have reached the business end of the 2022 BNP Paribas Open in Southern California. And there's plenty of big stars and high stakes action on day nine in Tennis Paradise. After going the distance against her first three opponents, Iga Sviantek had the keys to near perfection, unlocking a door to the semifinals. Plus, they started this tournament on the practice course. But if these two Spaniards win today, Nadal and Alcaraz will be facing off in Saturday's semis. And Prakash Amitraj brings us the story of this former college player who drew on his core tennis values to overcome an unthinkable tragedy. All those stories and much, much more on this desert edition of Tennis Channel Live. It is another day in Tennis Paradise. Welcome to TC Live at the BNP Paribas Open, our one-hour pregame show to get you ready for first ball every morning here in Indian Wells. The mountains surrounding this desert oasis, providing inspiration for players to reach peak performance. And those who remain are steps from the summit. Today, it is all quarterfinals. Maria Sakri going for her first win against Elena Rybakina. Plus the ninth meeting between Rafa Nadal and Nick Kyrgios. Cannot wait for that. And defending champ Cam Nori trying to hold off team sensation Carlos Alcaraz. Speaking of defending champions, Paula Bedosa back in the place. She won her biggest title. She is a perfect 9-0 in the desert, but 0-3 against today's opponent, Veronica Kudermatova. Carlos Alcaraz trying to dethrone the men's defending champion today. He is the youngest quarterfinalist here since Michael Chang, and he just got his driver's license. It is full speed ahead for the 18-year-old. As we welcome you inside Stadium One, our beautiful home throughout this two weeks at the BNP Paribas Open. It's Steve Weissman. Paul Anacone, Chanda Ruby, you were waving to your fans. I'm still wondering if we're ever going to, can we catch ourselves with the, I figured one day we'll catch ourselves doing Waving? That. Yeah. Well, it's it's a little tinted on the outside. Uh, okay. We can see clearly All right. to the I'm fans. I'm catching on. But... It's only day 47. I'll figure <laughs> day, it out by the end. Day 40. It feels like that because we were here just in October. And by the way, the, the folks that were here in October, they're still here. Paula Bedosa, Cam Nori, the champions then back in the quarterfinals, Chanda. I like how you tied that together steve that is that was, why you are so that's, good that's host stuff right that, there we didn't even rehearse that <laughs> that is host <laughs> stuff that was practice paul this is the real deal uh what do you make of nori and bedosa being back here um look I, I think last year was a springboard for both of them i think it's always more difficult the second time around so when you see them playing this well you have fond memories but you also have kind of a sense of uh, not protecting but defending and because the points are staying on, it doesn't seem as detrimental. There's not as much pressure. The 12-month rotation, the points will stand from the fall. But these two are great players. I mean, it's, it's terrific to see them both playing well, but some good tests for both of them now. 
Yeah, it is. It's almost like they never left, and kind of they didn't because we are <laughs> back here uh, very quickly, but they've played so well. They've got such a rhythm on these courts, and it's easy to tie right back into that when you come back to a place where you've done well. All right, let's get to the highlights from yesterday, which include Cam Norrie finally returning to Stadium One, the place where he raised the trophy in October. All Big 12 battle against Jensen Brooksby. The Brit took advantage of the American serve, Paul. This is thinking man's tennis, two of the best in the business with tennis IQs off the charts. Nori got off to a terrific start and made Jensen Brooksby really uncomfortable. What does Jensen Brooksby do? I'll tell you what, for a 21-year-old, he just sits back, really thinks about what he needs to do to change, and that's exactly what he did. Second set started going to the forehand side a lot more, used the whole court, some powerful shots to get leads. It was back and forth. There were five breaks of serve in the second set. Neither guy could really gain control, but right here, watch this two-hander, boom. That is a huge shot to break serve, and Cam Norrie did not flinch to serve it out. This man is for real, and let's give a little props to Coach of the Year, Facundo Lagones. Last year, 2021, ATP Coach of the Year. That's a terrific partnership with these two. He's a horn frog. Norrie breaking Brick Brooksby five times, and he got to speak after. It's really difficult. I love playing on this court, obviously, and... Um, yeah, Jensen's so tricky and uh, came out with a, a game plan and uh, managed to execute from the beginning and, and uh, didn't really miss too much. One slight lapse in, lapse in concentration early in the second set, but I'm um, really enjoying my tennis and, and happy to, to sneak through another one. Big win there for Cam Norrie for Brooksby, guaranteed to reach a new career high of at least 40 in the world. Chanda, what's his biggest takeaway from his week and change here in the desert? Yeah, I think, you know, for a player who's gaining an experience, you've got to play different styles. You've got to see how your game matches up. And this was a tough matchup against Norrie, against another player who's very cerebral, who can, you know, play the angles, who understands how to make players uncomfortable. So I think this was just another learning experience for Jensen Brooks. But it's been fun to see him, you know, get more confidence with these big wins to play some fantastic tennis. And I just look forward to more of that over the course of his career. Yeah, yeah. look, Brooksby is going to be a great player. He is improved astronomically. Tough matchup against Nori, who is, again, a great tennis tactician. For Jensen, the issue, look, we talk about his serve. I'm a big believer, and he doesn't have to be a great server, but he's got to be a little bit more strategic and do a better job. He only won 50% of his first serve points. You know, that's something he's got to figure out how to either get more freebies or get better at targets to set up the first ball because he needs to use that not necessarily as big bombs, big aces, but needs to be a strategic server. And he will be. It's just going to take a little bit of time. But the rest of his game is just money. It is money, and so is Cam Nori, who gets Carlos Alcaraz next. Looking forward to that. How about Rafa Nadal, the three-time champ? Best start in his illustrious career, playing big-serving Riley Opelka Chanda. Very small margins in this one. It was. Came down to the tie break, and Nadal just had the answers coming up with excellent placed passing shots to put Opelka in difficult positions. But the end of the tie break were three errors from Opelka. That's where it fell apart a bit. 
Nadal capitalizing, and Nadal number two enjoying it as well. Uh, in the second set, you kind of expected it to go down to the wire as well, but Opelka actually got the early break of serve, and it looked like he would run away with that second set, but Nadal never goes away. He has the intensity point in and point out and was able to hold serve and then break back and all of a sudden all the energy was right back on the the nadal side of the court and that is dangerous for an opponent but that tie break in the second set had a lot of shot making opelka was really impressive the way he moved he got to some extra shots but nadal he just digs in when the going gets tough he gets tougher it's one of the strengths of his game and it was Really magical in the end to see how he worked through a tough match. Makes his 12th quarterfinal at Indian Wells. 98th, get that 98th at a Masters 1000. And improves to 18-0 for the third best start in ATP history. Uh, Nick is difficult in any conditions. No? Um, when, when he's playing well and... Uh, when he's uh, excited and motivated, uh, he's one of the toughest opponents, uh, without a doubt. No? So tomorrow going to be a, a tough match, but we are in quarterfinals of Indian Wells. No? Master 1000, um, we can't expect uh, another thing. No? I, I, I have to expect a very tough opponent in front, no? and tomorrow going to be. And I hope to be ready for, for it. I need to play well, and uh, let's see if I'm able to make that happen, hopefully. Arios, Nadal coming up later today. How about Taylor Fritz? Uh, playing a much different opponent than he did in the last round, Paul. Said it was tough for him to time the ball early on. What did you see from that player box? Yeah, tricky turnaround. He's playing a guy in Alex DiMinaro. Hits the ball flat and early through the court after a loopy ball coming at him uh, against Munar. And, and look, Alex DiMinaro is a terrific tennis player. He can take the ball early, put pressure on you. That's exactly what he did to Taylor Fritz in the first set. And give Taylor some credit. Second set didn't go anywhere. Did a nice job early on where there was a couple service games where he really had to hang on but he got the break and it was uh, a little bit of a seesaw battle rhythm wise Taylor did win that second set started to feel a little bit more confident uh, did a good job hitting targets on his serve couple of nice approach shots that tie break in the third was just great tennis from go both guys server held every time except for one point and the California kid Snuck through. Yeah, it's been a busy 24 hours for Taylor Fritz. Going from less than 24 hours playing a three hour match against someone who's playing really far back, spinning the ball up, to then a uh, quick turnaround playing someone standing on the baseline, hitting the ball really flat, skiddy, low. I felt like it, it took me some time to kind of uh, get my timing. I was trying to like almost in the first to like de decelerate my strokes to like try and like time the ball and then I kind of realized I need to swing at it even more to to handle it so you know I made the right adjustments and I thought my level in the second and the third was was good should see Paul's face throughout that sound bite Disapproval, then approval. Yes, you figured it out, Taylor. Uh, Alex Demon, 0-7 now, fourth round of Masters. Taylor Fritz, third straight quarterfinal at these big events. Won the only meeting against the next opponent, Misha Ketsmanovic. Rublev, Dimitrov tied two apiece. You see what's going on with Nadal Kyrgios. We'll talk about that in a moment. And then Cam Nori and Carlos Alcaraz. It was the Spaniard who won the only meeting, and that was pretty easy at the U.S. Open last year. I know we're only in the final eight, Chanda, but... 
Who is your pick out of these eight players to come home with the title? You know, Carlos Alcaraz has looked really good, and, and he's been not quite all the way under the radar, but we haven't talked about him as much. I mean, the way he played and competed against Gael Monfils, who is a tough player to get through when he's been playing well, uh, but Alcaraz just completely took him out of his game. He is a big hitter. He's got a complete game. He has the ability to play inside the court. Uh, I kind of see he and Nadal kind of mm. getting – into the semifinals uh, and it'd be anybody's tournament, but I've liked the way he's looked so far. So are you, are you picking Alcaraz as the winner? I'm kind of going. I'm going, you know, taking the gloves okay. off. I, I, I like way. it. I, I like it. Look, he's playing great tennis. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Rafa Nadal is going to beat him in the semis, <laughs> and then Rafa's going to play Taylor Fritz in the finals and win a tough three-set match. I kind of knew you Rafa's would not gonna agree with Taylor me. Rafa's going to beat Taylor in the final? Yeah, three-setter. It's going to be a good one, though. Taylor's <laughs> going to learn a lot. He's going to be right there. <laughs> I think if Taylor gets to the final, he's going to win. I'll yeah. take that. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to make things interesting, guys. I'm just trying to do my role here. <laughs> All right, I like it. We, we got we got Rafa Taylor and then we got Carlos. It's going to be great. Look, these the matches, oh, these matches yeah. are going to be off the charts. It is going to be a terrific day of quarterfinals, both the men's and the women's. All right, let's get to the women's side and see what happened yesterday. Simona Halep. She's a former champion here. We had a rematch of the 2018 quarterfinals between her and Petra Martic. Halep has won the most straight set matches on tour this year. She had no trouble with Martic. Yeah, this was competitive until one all in the first set, and Halep just completely. <laughs> That's <laughs> the line of the show. Did Chandler just this say was this competitive was competitive until, until one all in the, the first <laughs> set? I'm just, guys, I'm calling that it like I see it. It was, it was a tough day for Petra Martic. I mean, Halep was all over the court, <laughs> getting to just about everything Martic threw at her. Even the variety uh, from Martic didn't trouble Halep at all. She's been playing more aggressively, looking to get inside the court, and it worked all day long, got through this match in 53 minutes, Steve. It was a beatdown in the end. Halep looking terrific. Halep did say it was probably her best match of the year. She got it done and back into the quarterfinals here at Indian Wells. So this was competitive to one all. How how long was this competitive? Nah, this next one? It, it never really got going. All right. <laughs> Paul, to one zero. Is that when this was? <laughs> I'm just wondering what Chanda's going to throw at us the now, co Steve. The coin toss, it was competitive until <laughs> that finished. But Iga Sviantek again, she is another one of those players that is playing such confident tennis. She's a big ball striker. And in the battle of forehands in this match, Sviantek took first prize. She was going after her shots. She has just a little more margin as well, and that helped her over the course of this match. It was only slightly longer than the Halep match. Three more, Three, minutes, minutes. Three more minutes, but she lost one fewer game. It was it was a tough day, Key. She had some opportunities to hold, uh, serve, but Sviantek just did not give her any openings and a, an incredible performance from a player who's been on form. So we are looking ahead to Friday's semifinal. What does Iga think? I know she's a fighter, so usually that's the reason why, and I'm a fighter, so usually that's the reason why these measures are so tight. But um, but on the other hand, we also played some matches where we were both in a great shape, and um, it was it was pretty short. But um, honestly, I mean, I don't I don't know what to expect. I'm I'm not expecting anything. I just want me to be focused on myself and on my game and be I want to continue what I've done throughout the whole, whole tournament and um, yeah I believe it's gonna it's gonna be great
Chanda like Julia Fox dropping those uncut gems. Uh, Halep <laughs> and Sviantek in the semifinals. Simona leads that head-to-head 2-1. So half of the final four is set, just like we did with the men. I know we're down to six here, but Paul, who are you picking to come out of this? I'll tell you what, it is so tough to bet against Iga Sviantek with what I've seen and her comfort level now on the hard courts. Um, She's playing great tennis. She loves these conditions. It's amazing what her forehand does off the surface here. I'm picking Sviantek to win a tight match against Bedosa in the finals. That's a really good pick. I think it'll be Bedosa and Sakari. I think they will get through into the the semis. That one's a bit of a toss-up for me. I think Bedosa may come through and, and will be in that final against Sviantek. Uh, I don't want to agree with you all the way, Paul, but I think Go ahead, I have to. We can to. argue. Let's yeah, argue. No, I think I have to. I mean, <laughs> I think Sviantek has looked so good. You know, she's my, my favorite right now. Over Halep, because Halep's looked pretty good, too. She's looked great. I mean, it, these are going to be some fun matches. And, and it's a bit of a toss-up, uh, Sviantek and Halep, but I think Sviantek will edge her out. Fascinating that Sviantek dropped the first set in her first three matches and then yeah. did what she did there. She's learning. She she's is adjusting. Getting better. So is and she, talk, she talked about this. She's staying a little bit more relaxed. She's trying to take a page out of the Ash Barty book mm. where she just appreciates everything she has to go through on court and uses it as a, a growing experience. So I think that's helped. Yeah, great players tend to get better as the tournament goes on, right? And that's uh, Iga Sviantek's become a great player, and she's getting better as the tournament goes on. So I continue to think that March will uh, go ahead. It is a happy St. Patty's Day here at Indian Wells. And guess what? We're all good with the mic flags, right? There we right. go. Yeah, got, there we go. You got the T. Okay. There, there's our green, and we're, and we're set. It's going to be a lucky day here nice. for everybody. I you like know what? It. We are lucky because we have the CEO of BNP Paribas joining us on the desk later, Jean-Yves Filial, my buddy, my friend, and he's going to talk about this tournament and what is ahead. More day eight highlights and hot shots, plus huge news, a major unification for all the Grand Slam events, and we've got our Tennis Express heads ahead for our first match between Maria Sakari and Elena Rybakina. But first, it is a story you do not want to miss. Prakash Amitraj introduces us to a former college player who relied on his tennis background to overcome a life-altering tragedy. DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and new customers can bet $1 and win $100 if any point is won. Not in a sportsbook state? Download any of the apps and play for thousands every day in DraftKings free-to-play pools. Use code POINT when you sign up. And by Tennis Express. We deliver tennis right to your front door. Order today, ships today. And Flonase Allergy Relief. Spraying Flonase daily stops your body from overreacting to allergens all season long. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Back on TC Live, we've got multi-network coverage of Indian Wells beginning at 6 p.m. Eastern. Jan Michael Gamble hosting a night of ATP and WTA doubles matches on T2 for our Samsung TV owners. 
Plus. Reminder that Tennis.com is your home for everything during this event. The scores, the articles, and right now, Joel Drucker and Steve Tigner go back and forth on the plights of Daniil Medvedev and Naomi Osaka, life without the Big Five, and tennis's place in the wider world. Now time for the Bloomberg Business Report. This is a special Bloomberg update for Tennis Channel. A top story that we are following today is the surge that we're seeing in mortgage rates. Over the last week alone, the 30-year mortgage rate has climbed by about a third of 1%. That has happened before the Federal Reserve raised rates by one quarter of a percent, the first hike that we've seen in four years. In fact, Fannie Mae is saying that the average 30-year mortgage rate is around 4.16%. Bankrate.com data is even higher. So far, though, rising mortgage rates, well, it has not dented the housing market here in the U.S., which continues to surge over the last year. Housing prices have climbed by more than 20 percent. That puts New York among the most expensive states to buy a house in, coming in right above 300000 at $314,000 per house. But it is Hawaii that is the most expensive state to buy a house in, coming in at $615,000 on average per house. In New York, Abigail Doolittle, Bloomberg News. Tough, tough to get that, that vacation spot on the islands, Paul. Uh, Maria Sakri said the tournament starts now for her emotionally. She feels fresh, ready to take her game even higher. This is the deepest run she's ever had at Indian Wells. She's first up to Eastern. Kalubia. Yes. I'm pronouncing it right. Yeah, Kalubia. As always, we have to start at the beginning. So, Kel, where are you born and raised? Uh, I was born and raised in Houston, Texas. That's where I grew up playing tennis, you know, since I was like five. My dad used to bring me out and let me hit some balls with him, and I loved that. Kel was that guy you want on your team. You can play tennis, can play basketball. He's like the jack of all trades with sports. Kel was a great athlete, and beyond that, Kel was just a great person. He made lots of friends, not only because of his athletic prowess, just because of his personality. What is it about the sport of tennis that made you love it more than the others? I don't know, it's just something about tennis, you know? It's just you against the other person. You can't depend on other teammates. You can't depend on anyone to achieve what you want to achieve. So it's up to you if you want to be great or not. A nationally ranked junior, Kel received a tennis scholarship to Purdue University. After a few injury-riddled seasons, he finished up his collegiate career at TCU. Upon graduation, Kel joined his family business, which involved lots of long-distance travel back and forth between Houston and Nigeria. But being born and raised in the United States made Kel feel like an outsider at times living in Nigeria, and also more of a potential target for crime and corruption. It was one fateful night in his home after a routine day of work that his life would be altered forever. I started hearing some loud bangs at the door. At first, no, I thought it was my security because sometimes they'll come and check on me, but these bangs were different. All of a sudden, they kicked the door in. About four or five of them entered. Four or five of them? Yeah, and one was holding a rifle, and he said words to me that I'll never forget. He he pointed a gun at me, he's like, you know you're going to die tonight, right? I got down on the ground, on hands and my knees. I closed my eyes. I thought, okay, I'm never going to see my, my mom again. I'm never going to see my dad again. And that's the last thing I remember. I didn't know this at the time, 
but I, I ended up having emergency brain surgery, and now I was in a coma for six days. My skull was fractured. Who knows how many times they hit me in the head? They stabbed me on my side. Um, they knocked my they, my they knocked, they, knocked, they knocked my teeth out. You woke up and you you saw your family when you came out of the coma. Were you able to communicate with them? No, I couldn't communicate. In my head, you know, I knew what was going on, but I just couldn't. I, I just couldn't. I couldn't say anything. At first, no, I didn't know what was wrong with me. No, I didn't know. I didn't know anything about brain injury. I didn't know why my hand wasn't working. I didn't know why my leg wasn't working. I, I didn't know anything. After the attack, I was completely paralyzed on my right side. I say it took me about a couple of years to train my brain to know that, okay, your right side doesn't work anymore. So now the left side has to do everything. To be honest, in the beginning, he was probably the toughest patient I had. Had a helmet on, was in a wheelchair, and his goals were pretty big. He wanted out of the wheelchair, he wanted out of the, uh, the helmet. And to really get the body to actually wake up, we need what we call neuroplasticity. He's strong, he pushes. That is why he's where he is now. Kel's work ethic and discipline in physical therapy naturally transitioned him into pumping even more iron in the gym to aid in his recovery. And within only two years of all this hard work, it paid off. He officially earned his pro card as a professional bodybuilder. What does bodybuilding mean to you? In a way, I missed a competition from tennis. I want to do something that will allow me to be competitive because I never thought I would be able to do anything competitive again. You're speaking like an absolute champion, and that's exactly what you are, not just of bodybuilding, but of life. And a lot of people are inspired by that, including your high school. They named a hill after you. It means so much to me that they want to name the hill after me. To this day, I'm so speechless. How different is the Kel that I'm lucky enough to be sitting in front of right now to the Kel from before the incident? Back then, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know my purpose. Now, I definitely know what my purpose is. Just to help as many people as I can. Because, you no, know, the fact that I survived, why I survived, you know, it means that God is not done with me. I want to make sure I want to fulfill his plans. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Such an incredible story. Prakash and Nitin Varma working on that. The longer version of Prakash's feature on Kel available on all the Tennis Channel social media platforms beginning today. I encourage you to check it out. Now, to support Kel's foundation, log on to kelstrongfoundation.com. This money will serve as financial support to cover the physical, occupational, or speech therapy of their scholarship applicants. When we come back, it is our annual chat with Jean-Yves Fillion, the CEO of BNP Paribas USA, styling and profiling. That man just oozes class. 
And welcome back to the 2022 BNP Paribas Open. It is day nine. We've got quarterfinal action on tap today. All of our featured matches today are quarterfinals. Maria Sakri going for her first win against Elena Rybakina, plus the ninth meeting between Rafa Nadal and Nick Kyrgios, and defending champ Cam Nori trying to hold off teen sensation Carlos Alcaraz, who will make the final four in tennis's version of March Madness. Well, we've got the man who's been handing out trophies every year to the champions, and he is a champion of our sport, Jean-Yves Filion, the CEO of BNP Paribas USA. Hey, this is a very special day because we get to welcome you onto our BNP Paribas desk. Jean-Yves, great to see you in person. Thank you so much for having me in person in the studio. It's a privilege. Always, Jean-Yves. Uh, how is it being back here in March for the first time in three years? We're so excited. And uh, it's very exciting. This is, uh, as you just said, it's a return to normalcy. Uh, I can see already this 2022 BNP Paribas Open being so exciting. And uh, obviously the last two years have been challenging. We canceled in 2020. We postponed in 2021. But I'm glad we did it because, you know what, we, we got it going. And I think it was a very good launch pad for a very successful tournament this year. Attendance is amazing. Over the weekend, uh, I think the Sunday was over 44,000 fans in the stadium, which is even better than the pre-COVID-19 statistics. Wow. You can certainly feel that atmosphere on the grounds. We see it behind us on the set. Obviously, BNP Paribas is such a huge supporter of the sport of tennis globally. Tell us about some of the initiatives you all have been doing. Well, thank you for bringing this up. We, we love tennis. You know, this, this firm, which is a bank, right, is defining itself as we are tennis. And I think it's quite remarkable as it relates to how deep tennis in in the DNA of the firm. But uh, the bank has really worked very hard at going beyond tennis and leveraging tennis to support social equity, to support sustainability, to commit to the communities. Uh, on Wednesday, I was actually at the Coachella Valley High School uh, honoring some of the uh, recipients of the BNP Paribas Open scholarships. We give four scholarships to four young adults, two boys, two girls, and they will go to some of the best colleges in California. It's 20000 a piece per grant. And by the way, these kids, they've seen the stadium from the outside growing up here. On Saturday, they will see it from the inside. They will receive their grants on center court, and they will address the 16,000 people in the stadium. Uh, that's beautiful. And, and some of those kids who, who started this have now graduated college, which is really cool to see as well. They have. We follow them. We started in, uh, well, six years ago with two kids, then four kids. By the way, we continued the program in 2020, even though the tournament was canceled, and we follow them throughout their uh, college education. This is so critical. And Jean-Yves, uh, what you've done with Felix Auger-Aliassime, the FAA points for change. I've been following this. You can follow it online. So far, he has won this year 11,778 points. So that's more than $175,000 from BNP Paribas. Tell us about that. This is Felix's program. This is his donation. We're so proud to be contributing to what he does. Uh, for each point he scores, he gives $5. We triple match that. And uh, the cause is amazing. It's for children in Togo, an African country, mm -hmm. 
to really protect them from, you know, the most at risk, from domestic violence, but to provide them with an education. By the way, 60% of these kids are female. Then it's even more critical to do what he does. So proud to do it, and he's going to win more points going forward, even <laughs> yes. more points. And I think the number you just mentioned will continue to go up. Yeah, we're only in March, and you've, you all have already raised a quarter of a million dollars, which is absolutely incredible for those kids in Togo. Uh, everybody talks about sustainability these days, Jean-Yves. How are you making tennis paradise sustainable? I think you are mentioning a program that we are very proud of called ACs for Trees. It's really in line with the commitment of the bank to fight deforestation around the world. Obviously here, the wildfires in California had some very challenging impact, then the program uh, goes that way. For each ace scored in this tournament, many aces have been scored already, we commit with BNP Paribas to plant three trees. It's amazing. Last year we planted so many, many trees, and uh, you know it was a match one for one, now it's one for three, then we expect to plant much more trees in 2022. I want to talk to you real quick about some tennis. Rafa Nadal, 18-0 and 0 this year. He's a three-time champion here. At- just the best start he's ever had in his life. What have you seen from him so far this tournament? I think, as you just said it, it's amazing to see how committed, how dedicated the fighting spirit. And, but it's amazing as well to see the new generation coming in, making their own statement and challenging these uh, amazing stars. And I look forward to the next few days to see how things develop. We look forward to seeing you on Sunday, handing out some more trophies here. Uh, Jean-Yves Fillion, the CEO of BNP Paribas USA. Once again, I always say the desk has your name on it, so you are always welcome here. Thank you so much for having me. It's a, it's a real pleasure. As always, Jean-Yves Fillion joining us here on TC Live as we've got a lot of action leading up to the top of the hour. The fans out there waiting to see what's going on on Stadium One. Maria Sakari and Elena Rebach in the top of the hour. Don't go anywhere. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Annika and Ruben Weissman back on TC Live. Take a look at your screen. little adjustment on championship weekend. TC Live beginning an hour later, 2 p.m. Eastern, leading up to first ball, which is the ATP quarterfinals at 3 Eastern, and then the WTA semifinals at 9 p.m. Eastern. Encore coverage of all of those matches throughout the night, leading up to TC Live the next day. It's our dub segment. Let's get down with the 2018 Indian Wells champions. Jack Sock and John Isner going for their third Masters title together. They have already beaten the top seeds. They have already beaten the Aussie Open champs, Paul. This was a primetime heavyweight battle, Steve. And it was really competitive well past 1-1 in the first set. In fact, it was competitive all the way through the match. Isner and Sock were up a break in the second set and having one set under their belt. I thought that'd be enough, but Lopez and Tsitsipas did a great job hanging in there. The 5-4 break sealed it, because guess what happens after that? John Isner gets to serve for the match. So you can say goodnight. After 1-1, very competitive. Uh, fantastic stuff from Sisner as they move on. 
Alexander Zverev, Golubev will be their opponents in the semifinals. You still got Rublev Karatsev there at the bottom half. How about Rajiv Ram and Joe Salisbury, Grand Slam champions? Nice-looking draw in men's doubles. Always entertaining in the desert. On the women's side, we had Mick Coco in action. Coco Golf, Katie McNally taking on Asia Muhammad and Anna Shibahara. Mikoko would get down early, Chanda. Yeah, got off to a bit of a slow start, but Muhammad and Shibahara at the net, just so clean, racket out in front, a little more experience uh, in these situations. But Mikoko, they would fight back, and you knew they would. They are such an entertaining pair. They've been playing together since juniors, and they got the early break in that second set out steadying, out rallying. They won a couple of deciding points in some crucial moments and some of the longer rallies. Goff and McNally just able to stay in there, complimenting each other so beautifully, allowed them to get the advantage and hold on to it in that second set. The deciding point is always a little bit tricky, but that was one of the areas where Goff and McNally really showed their experience, their understanding of their games. But in the tie break, it came down to a couple of points right in the middle, and Muhammad, she was so good, ready for the ball at the net. That really and turned the tide in a critical moment, and they were able to close the match out. Muhammad and Shibahara, a tough, hard-fought victory for them. As they move on to the semifinals here at Indian Wells, let's take a look at this draw, and it's going to be a tale of two L.A. schools. Juju almost went to USC. Shibahara went to UCLA. So Gabby and Asia, their partners, semifinals there. And how about Layla Fernandez and Alize Cornet there at the bottom? But we got to focus on Asia Muhammad a little bit. It's our de facto Wertheim stat of the day, courtesy of Ben Rothenberg and Nicole Gibbs. Asia Muhammad, just like DJ Khaled, all she does is win. Look at that, 26 straight wins, singles and doubles at all levels. Yeah, she's been balling, uh, Asia Muhammad, and she's such a good doubles player, as we just saw, but on the singles court, she has been winning lots of matches, has won a few titles uh, in singles, stayed in Australia to play some of the lower-level events, and that is what you do when you're trying to keep your ranking up, kind of move up the ranks and it's been impressive to watch her and, and how she's battled out there and she's going for another one <laughs> yes oh that's so good do you get that chanda i got it that's a, i got uh, it I, I, you're I, so I, shocked that was awesome you are I, so I was shocked, shocked like, wait, that paul got that so and i should be shocked <laughs> i should not be shocked but that was good she the best music <laughs> <laughs> won, won three 25k singles titles two in doubles Impressive. and now here looking for a masters 1000 props to asia uh here is our DraftKings sportsbook match re- i'm still can't, can't get over that paul another <laughs> one another one and another one, one. yeah <laughs> uh, this is another one between nadal and curious number nine five three head to head for the spaniard and obviously he, he's the favorite in this one but i you know, 100 bucks to win 195. I could take that for Nick Kyrgios because on hard courts, Paul, he leads the head-to-head 2-1. And as we do our DraftKings match preview, you were saying you'd be shocked if he lost. I give a slight edge to Nick Kyrgios. He had a day off. Uh, he's fresh. 
Uh, Rafa really has won, and that's what great players do. The thing is, he's had to play a lot of different styles of play, and I wonder about his rhythm. And Nick Kyrgios is a, one of these guys that takes your rhythm away, and not only is he a great server, he can do a lot of other things on the return game. So uh, I give a slight edge to Nick Kyrgios, but look, I say that kind of holding my breath because you can't ever think that Rafa Nadal's not going to win. Um, but it's look, I'm going to be sitting there with my seatbelt on and enjoying every minute of it. Yeah, this is a tough one to call. I mean, I, I agree with you, Paul, and what you're saying, that slight edge. I think the game style, the way Kyrgios has been playing, for me that's been impressive, how you know consistent he's been, how evenly he's competed. Um, that's another important factor going up against Rafa Nadal. But you look at the way Nadal has worked through some matches, you know, when he's been down, when he's been down break point, when he's, you know, been on the edge of maybe losing or, or you know, going out of a tournament. He just finds a way. He understands how to play, how to problem solve, as Paul often says, and how to make those little adjustments in matches. And I think that is going to edge out Nick Kyrgios uh, in these conditions. But I mean, there's such a small difference in terms of, you know, who is the favorite going into this one. Sure. How, how about this, Paul? The fact that Nick didn't have to play yesterday. Yannick Center pulled out, unfortunately, with an illness. Rafa is playing on back-to-back days, and he admitted after his last match that the, the foot isn't doing so well. It's been bothering him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you have to weigh that in as well. You give Nick a day of rest, and you give Rafa with a little bit of a hobbled question mark foot, right? We saw him hobbling around at the end against Seb Korda. What a great job he did, and then got through it again yesterday. So he says every day is a different journey for him. So, um, again, a few question marks, but... Uh, Never count out great. And uh, Nick Kyrgios, these are the best matches for Nick Kyrgios. He's not supposed to win, so he can have a great time. He can swing freely, and he can go out there and be Nick Kyrgios. This is when he's his most dangerous. This is easy for him to get up for this. This is the Nick Kyrgios show. It's Rafa Nadal. He's saved all the break points he has faced thus far. Rafa, though, just beat one of the best servers in the game. So looking forward to it once again. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now, and you can place your bets and get ready for this one. New customers, bet $1, win $100. If any point is won, and if you're not in a sportsbook state, download any of the apps, play for thousands every day in DraftKings free-to-play pools. Use that code POINT when you sign up. Kyrios Nadal. Man, it's a spectacular Thursday. A lucky one. Look at that. St. Patty's Day. He borrowed your hat, Steve? He did. I gave it to him. I was like, listen, I don't need it for the show. (laughs) We're going to put you on camera. Leading into the F block. Back on TC Live, 18-year-old Carlos Alcaraz. Growing up right in front of our eyes. Another step in his development last night against Galmol Feastball. Boy, talk about athleticism and firepower on both sides of the net. Not much between these guys. Look at the get here from Galmol Feast. Guessing right and Alcaraz with the slide on the hard courts. This was so much fun to watch in the first set. Malfis hit a forehand, Steve, 124 miles an hour, I believe. So, Is that the fastest ever recorded? I, I think that's tied for the fastest ever recorded. But after the first set, Alcaraz stretched his lead, got more offensive, and Gael got a little bit sloppy, made a few more unforced errors, and the young Spaniard just went on a rampage. He was hitting lines, he was getting offensive up at the baseline, even when he played deep, high and heavy. 
and that error gave him a solid 7-5-6-1 win. Now 11-1 on the season, becomes the youngest quarterfinalist here since Michael Chang more than 30 years ago. Carlos Alcaraz is moving on. Now it's hammer time. Matteo Berrettini in action against Misha Ketsmanovic and the Serbian Chanda going for the upset of the day. Yeah, and he just played a terrific match. The first set, Ketsmanovic finding some incredible shots when he needed the most. He defended his serve well, did not face a break point, and Berrettini, all he could handle in this match to try to come back, turn things around in the second set, and some incredible points. The shot making from Berrettini, that gave him a real boost. Took it into the third, and he thought, okay, this is Berrettini's match to perhaps win. But Ketsmanovic just reset and did not go away. There were, again, some incredible points, but Ketsmanovic was so impressive behind Sir. Gets his opportunity, closes it out in the third set. Biggest win of his career, Misha Ketsmanovic moving on to the quarterfinals here at Indian Wells. It's the only other Masters 1000. He's made the quarterfinals before. As we enter the social net, how about a new profile pick for our guy, Andre Agassi, eight-time major champion. I mean, looks good whatever he wears, but uh, going back to the to the jorts, Chanda. I mean, the jean shorts, that is a classic, Steve. And, you know, that might have seemed normal. Now we'd be like, how is he wearing shorts that high? But it worked for Andre Agassi and the Donay racket. I mean, this is, mm. this is a real throwback. Double A was the trendsetter before trendsetters, and uh, those are some good old days. I'll tell you what. Um, I still have a few of those jean shorts, I think. Do you? Where, break should, them I wear, out? should I wear them tomorrow? Yeah. All right. I mean, you can't see them anyways, so. Yeah, there you go. Good point. <laughs> uh, so I know that Andre's on Twitter now because he changed his profi profile pic. Answer your DMs. I sent him a DM the other day. Hasn't answered back yet. You calling uh, him out, Steve? Uh, yes. Wow. A break okay. from tradition. This is how it stood before yesterday. Deciding set formats among the majors at the Australian Open. Ten point tiebreak at six salt. Roland Garros, no tiebreak. Just got to play on forever until someone wins by two games. At Wimbledon, they recently changed it to a seven point tiebreak at 12 all. And the U.S. Open was the first to break from playing forever, having the seven point tiebreak at six all. Well, starting at this year's Roland Garros, all four Grand Slams will use that Australian Open. 10-point tiebreak to decide final sets when the score reaches six games apiece. How about that? The tennis world coming together. I was pretty surprised when I read this. There was no real warning. I don't even know when they started these discussions. So interesting to see the announcement being made. But obviously, the, the Grand Slams all together on it, that's the biggest surprise. They have never been able to agree on the format. And now we'll have all of them following the same format, which I think overall that is good uh, for fans to not be confused from one major to the next. Yeah, the tennis folks know what's going on, but that kind of uniformity will help people get more interested. And to see the four majors come together like that, uh, I'm trying to think of other times when that's happened. It really doesn't. So that's spectacular. Really well done. And we, we've talked about this for a while. This, in your opinion, Paul, is this the best ending I love it. to a major match? Uh, I actually love it because 10-point tiebreak gives you a little bit of margin for error. You don't want to battle for five sets in the men or three sets in the women, hours and hours, and all of a sudden one let court. You can come back a little bit in these 10-point tiebreaks. So I like the margin that it gives, but there is an ending in sight. I think this is the best finish. Way to go.
four grand slams. And at Roland Garros, there is an end in sight, a 10-point tiebreak at six all in the deciding set. We've got coverage on T2 today. Jan Michael Gamble has you covered with all of the WTA and ATP doubles matchups. Some good ones for you beginning at 6 p.m. Eastern. This is for our Samsung TV owners, and it will continue into the night when we come back. We've got you covered with all of the matchups today. Paul and Chanda are going to run through them, break it down, starting with Sakari Rebakina. Hey, oh, come there's on, the short guys. shorts. This is what we came for. This right here. Where oh. did you get that photo? I, I think love that, it. Oh, that's, that's cool. They're not jean shorts, though. Looking, I may right? never recover. <laughs> <laughs> the hair. Back on TC Live, we are just minutes away from walkouts on Stadium One. Our hot shot of the day comes from Isner Dimitrov. Gregorius was glorious. Just another highlight from the human highlight reel. Grigor Dimitrov with the continental forehand just hits this flipper from behind him cross court. That is a... 9.2 on the difficulty scale, I think. And he hits it as a 10. He had a backhand the other day at over 100 miles an hour. So he, he's been crushing it on our hot shots. Featured matches here on day nine. Sakari Rybakina. Then we got Paula Bedosa, your defending champ, against Veronica Kudermatova, who is, by the way, 3-0 and against the Spaniard. Nadal Kyrgios, that's a blockbuster. And Carlos Alcaraz taking on the men's defending champion, Cam Nori, 9 Eastern, right here on Tennis Channel. Taking a look at our Tennis Express head-to-head for the first match we have today. That is Maria Sakri and Elena Rybakina. See right there. You see our heads and you see the graphic. St. Petersburg 2020. <laughs> we're just popping, we're popping right above. Hey, hey. Right above Maria. Uh, what, what do you make of, of the matchup two years later? I'm just a lot shorter here, Steve, so I'm struggling a little bit more. But, you know, I think obviously both players, different players, but Maria Sakri probably some of the biggest uh, changes in her game in terms of her understanding, her ability to compete. She's one of the fittest players out there, and I think a bit mentally tougher. We were talking about this uh, before this segment. Uh, I think she has learned how to close matches out a bit better, lost that last meeting in three sets, so that could be a little bit of a change for her, a little more confidence in that department. I definitely give her the edge in this one, but Rabakina, she is a big hitter. She can take the racket out of an opponent's hand, so we'll see how she starts. Yeah, and that little bit of baggage, that one loss from almost a couple of years ago is going to linger a little bit since they've only played once, but a, a, a lot more experience now for Sakari and on these courts uh, with the heavy forehand and the footwork. I give Sakari just a slight edge, so uh, we're going to get to watch it. Yeah, it'd be fun. I think this will be a little bit of contrasting styles in terms of big, heavy, more flat uh, hitting with depth from Rybakina and Sakari with a little more margin, looking to hit a few more angles, kind of spread the court a little bit more. Who, who do you think, Paul, needs this win more? Obviously, I mean, Sakari is at a career high right now, but Rybakina look, looking to make it into the semifinals the here for the first time. She's here from Kazakhstan. She is, Please and she's Elena wearing quite a Rybakina. colorful outfit. <laughs> yes, that, that's that's the kit they that they have provided the same, this year. Yeah, right? I think they may right? be wearing the same one. We've seen Maria with that. Yeah. Okay. Times two. Yeah, that's one way to go. You, not a fan. <laughs> Wouldn't be my yeah, first. same thing. Yeah, Wouldn't be my first choice. But, but look, these women can wear whatever they want. They are great athletes, great players. The hair bun is informed today. I, 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 I just don't think, you know, to say who needs it more. Yeah. 
They both need it. That's they the both need fund. it. Just calling us for us, Steve. That's who are we going to listen to? That's the business fund, Steve. That's the business fund. She's about ready to bring it. You know who means business? Brett Haber <laughs> and Lindsey Davenport. There we go. <laughs> They're going to have this one for you after a break. For Chanda and Paul, I'm Steve. Thanks for watching TC Live. We will be here on the desk throughout the day to talk to the winner of this match and all the matches. Don't go anywhere.